Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Chaser Report, global world international news headlines update with Rebecca de Unamuno. The Goodyear Company has today filed for bankruptcy after being sued for false advertising by every single person who has had to live through 2020. One unhappy customer told The Chaser that Goodyear had one job, to deliver good years and make blimps, or whatever it is the company does. Canada has today honoured its obligations under the NATO treaty and launched a ground invasion across the American border. The invasion was triggered by an imminent threat to the safety and well-being of Americans across the country, with the Canadian government pledging to do whatever it takes to save America from itself. A berry farmer offering fuck all for jobs in the middle of nowhere can't find employees for some reason. The farmer denied the solution to the problem was to raise wages and said that it was simply another example of lazy, unemployed people being too greedy and wanting enough money to not starve to death. That's the latest Chaser news. Check out chaser.com.au for all the latest. Now it's time for a wrap-up of news around the world with Charles, Dom and Nina. Thanks, Beck. Now it's time for everyone's favourite segment. International Global News World Roundup. Uh, Dom and Charles, have you ever been to Cambodia? I have. I went to Phnom Penh. Oh, good on you. Well, guess what happened there? An Australian official named Pablo Kang is now in trouble for eating a type of endangered native turtle. I did not do that during my trip. I don't know, man. I don't know. You look like someone that might eat a turtle. Anyway, people were alerted to Pablo eating this dish when he tweeted about it and he has since apologised. But uh, what is the bigger mistake here? Is it eating an endangered turtle or eating the turtle and then tweeting about it? Mm, well, it's a bit of a dilemma, isn't it? Because if you if you eat something and you don't tweet about it, did you really yeah. eat it? Yes. If a turtle gets eaten in a forest and no one's there, I don't know. I think both are – I think one is bad and one is stupid. Yeah. And also tweeting's not the right thing. For, for something like that, it's more Instagram. Yeah, yeah. you should be doing yeah. a, live, a live video. Yeah, yeah you want to see the turtle. You want to do like an, a Bon Appetit style top-down yeah. – you know, meal prep version of cooking the turtle. You want to see the life drain out of its eyes as it slowly dies. Yeah, and you want to see the rapport between the kitchen staff. Yeah, maybe an in-memoriam package on the way through. Well, actually, the turtle's, uh, fun fact, the turtle is a Cambodian delicacy and it's a very high-status food for fancy people. So do you think that kind of makes it okay? You know, it's like it's a delicacy, Mm. so it's... A special Cambodian food. Oh, I'm so torn between my um, sort of PC want to respect the local customs of Cambodia <laughs> and my white uh, heritage that tells me I shouldn't pay any attention to them. <laughs> yeah. Would you eat it? Would either of you eat it? I'd eat it. I'd definitely <laughs> eat it. I reckon endangered species are the best to eat <laughs> because there's always a sense of jeopardy. Like I could, you know, like this whole species could die because of my reckless behaviour. And that's this. that's something you're proud of. I mean, have you <laughs> have you eaten whale? 
No. You're half Japanese, that's, aren't you? That's a, a bit of a racist question, Charles. It <laughs> really that is. All Japanese people oh, eat a whale. But whale's but actually, delicious. My well, dad has eaten whale and he said it's very good. I yeah. have eaten whale and the reason why I ate whale is, is because it's something It's because that it's endangered. No, it's, it's because I was at a fancy dinner and someone had paid for like the whole Kaiseki meal and I've been very rude to say I can't believe this is whale and, and to, to make a fuss because as much as I like saving the whales, I really fear giving offence in a social situation. The only time I've ever been on Q&A, I admitted uh, eating whale and they never invited me back. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I've never eaten a whale, so Q&A, my phone number is 04. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not Charles. I'm not giving my number out. Anyway, uh, if you want, if, Actually, if you want Nina on Q&A, there's a great actress who plays the role of Nina. We'll put you in touch. <laughs> yeah, she's had 20 years of theatre experience. All right, now let's head to Manchester, England, where a man has boarded a bus with a giant snake wrapped around his head and then he rode the bus for 10 kilometres. He was apparently wearing the snake like a face mask and then after he sat down, he took the snake off and he let the snake wind itself around all the handrails of the bus. I mean, does that make it cleaner though? Like maybe that's a way of sanitising the bus. I don't know, maybe the snake was just very itchy and it was just causing friction on the poles. That would have been a much better sequel to Speed, though, than the Speed 2 on a boat. If in Speed 2, the bus, a person had come onto a bus with a giant poisonous snake. That I think have... if it's like any movie, it's like snakes on a plane. You know, yeah. it's snakes on a bus. It should be a prequel to Snakes on a Plane. Anyway, a passenger quoted, at first I thought he had a really funky mask on, then he let it crawl around the handrails. So what would you do if you're a passenger on this bus? Well, I'd, I think I'd turn it into a rare Cambodian delicacy and eat it. <laughs> I do. think I'd just live stream it on Instagram. I mean, you yeah. definitely get likes for that. I might get bitten and die, but in a way, what a great way to go. I get a lot of followers. Mm. Well, actually, here's a picture of it if you want to see. Someone did stylish. take photos. It's stylish. It, it looks quite like a scarf. It's a sort of snakeskin scarf. Mm. It is. It is a snakeskin scarf. It is a living scarf. Wow. I'll tell you what, it's got to be better than the sort of, you know, face masks that uh, my wife buys on Instagram. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, do you think a snake counts as a face mask? Yes. Is it three-ply? <laughs> it's more than three-ply. If it winds around your face three times, it's good. It's got flesh and bones between you and the – it's perfect. It's extra thick. Well, unfortunately, you are both wrong because though um, – Though he considered it a face mask, officials actually issued a reminder that snakes did not count as a face covering. And they stated government guidance clearly states that this needn't be a surgical mask and that passengers can make their own or wear something suitable such as a scarf or bandana. And while there is a small degree of interpretation that can be applied Mm. to this, we do not believe it extends to the use of snake skin, Mm. especially when the skin is still attached (laughs) to the snake. Well, I mean, what animals could you use as a mask? Could you use a wing of a bat? For instance, I reckon. I think that would be in bad taste, Dom. An endangered turtle, maybe? (laughs) The shell. The shell, yeah. I think if we started using bat bat wings as masks, it would be a great irony. I think using bat wings as masks is how we got here in the first place. (laughs) But uh, at the end of the article, which appeared on news.com.au. Of course it did. Um, they actually referenced the owner of another big pet snake. In fact, the owner of the biggest pet python in the world, who is called Marcus Hobbs. And he said, I think people are so scared of snakes because they think that snakes are going to kill them. But if people come around, I can talk to them all day long about snakes to reassure them. (laughs) 
Do you think this man talking to you all day about snakes would uh, would make you like snakes? I think it's a brilliant idea because I want to be more than 1.5 metres away from it, this guy <laughs> at all times. <laughs> Maybe everyone should be given snakes and that way social distancing would be a lot more... It would work a lot better. Yeah, well, there was a, a long period last year when Charles was threatening to get a snake um, mm. for his son, and that did make me want to move suburbs. And because Dom had a baby at, a at the time, and uh, the snake that I wanted to get had a history of sometimes, very occasionally, eating babies. Is this <laughs> so, real or yes. is this a bit? No, this is true. Red this, hot. This literally is a conversation that we had on the radio repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, stop using your old material. Now we're going to go to Canada where a bride named Laura is furious after her friend Kathy gave her a hamper as a wedding gift. Now, Laura actually sent a message to Kathy that said, I want to thank you for coming to the wedding on Friday. I'm not sure if it's the first wedding you've been to, but for your next wedding... People usually give envelopes. I lost out on $200 covering you and your date's plate and I got fluffy whip and sour patch kids in return. So I did see wow. a picture of the hamper and it's pretty funny. It's like a crappy basket filled with like lollies from Woolworths. And fluffy, fluffy whip's quite a good honeymoon present, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's all right. And you get pretty hungry. But yeah. i got to say I didn't think in these terms when I got married of – of needing to cover via the gift the economic cost of their seat. I think on on that basis I made a massive loss at my wedding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but do you think it's okay to give someone a hamper full of lollies as a wedding gift? Would because have been better than a lot of the wedding gifts. No, that's not true. I reckon, yeah, I reckon definitely. You can give what you want. It's a gift. It's a gift. Like you know, they should just shut up about the gift and, and accept it politely because it's the polite thing to do. Now, during Charles's wedding, a lot of his friends – Organized to all give him the same model of toaster. Yeah, and I think great. compared to that, a hamper with lollies probably would have been a welcome change. Seventy I mean, fucking toasters. But what were the values of those toasters? Well, the great thing was we Charles and I drove back to the store and returned them all, and it was like the world's most inconvenient gift card. <laughs> <laughs> That is very funny. Well, you'll be pleased to know that everyone on Reddit actually, oh, sorry, you'll be pleased to know that the bride actually posted it to Reddit. You know, presumably she was looking for validation, uh, but everyone on Reddit took Kathy's side and then Kathy made a comment that Laura, so the which bride. So which one was Kathy? Kathy the is the, the woman who right, gave so, the hamper. So yeah, the, yeah, she's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then Kathy says that Laura has the etiquette of a twig. Ooh. Which I'm not sure what that means, but it sounds quite mean. I think she's got the etiquette of somebody who eats turtle delicacies. <laughs> anyway, that's all we have time for this week. Um, feel free to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and uh, give us a review on iTunes. As we've previously mentioned, our code word is Stephen Miles is a daddy. And if you really like the podcast, give Charles a Sunbeam Toast Him To toaster. He still likes them. Fuck you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.